Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. I'm also the founder of BBB Success Groups for ambitious entrepreneurs and extreme growth masterminds. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the small business owner, desire. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to tune in every Monday and Wednesday for mindset, attitude, personal performance, and of course, business growth. And on Friday, we do our Friday five-minute fix. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. So today's question is this, who should you be listening to? How do you know who you should be taking advice from? And even more importantly, how do you know what you should be taking action on? What should you be implementing? It's not an easy question to answer, actually, because it's a very crowded marketplace out there. Many people are vying for your attention right now. They're vying for your time. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for stopping by because uh, I do not take it lightly that you have chosen to spend this time with me. And uh, my commitment to you, as always, is to give you as much value and content as I can, given the time allotted. But the question is this, who should you be listening to in a marketplace where everyone is shouting, everyone is promising things, everyone has the next best thing or the best solution to your problem? Who should you be listening to? So I'm going to help you clear that up over the next 20 minutes. The first thing I want to do is I want to do a little sense check, okay? So before you listen to anything, that includes me, by the way, on this podcast, Ask yourself two questions, and this is like a filter that you kind of want to listen to the content through. You don't want to block the content, okay, but you want to listen through this filter. The first question is this. Does what this person is saying make sense? Does it sound like the truth? Does it sound honest? Does it sound insightful? Does it sound realistic, okay? Or does it sound fanciful? Does it sound like empty promises, hollow dreams, magic pills? Does it sound like it's nonsense, okay? Put that filter up. Like, does it make sense, number one? The second question is, does this person that you're listening to, do they have or sound like they have your best interests at heart, okay? Do they sound completely self-serving, Does it sound like they're making promises they can't live up to, saying things they don't really know? Or do they sound like they really want you to succeed? They really want you to know this information and it's valuable stuff that they want to give to you. Now, this is not the same as being super cynical, okay? Because obviously a lot of the information out there on offer to you, it is part of someone else's business, okay? So this podcast, for example, completely free of charge. I do this, I give it out there to the wider audience, to consume. 
obviously, I also have a business on the back end of this, okay? We talked about it, Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. We have success groups. We have our Extreme Growth Masterminds where we're helping ambitious entrepreneurs just like you. And of course... The aim of this podcast, whilst it's to educate people and to help people, and that's its primary force, obviously it makes sense in the wider picture of my business. Does this make sense? I want you to listen to this. I want you to get value from this. And ideally, I want you to connect with me. Who knows? Maybe one day you and I will do business together. Okay? So it's not about being cynical and saying, oh, this guy's doing this just because it's part of, we're all part of business. That's how business works. That's okay. The question is, is it completely self-serving? Is it, you know, is it there to serve their needs rather than your needs? Does this make sense? Okay. Does it have the best interest at heart for you? Ask those two questions. That's the filter you put up. Put it up right now. Listen to me with the same filter. If I don't pass that test for you, then guess what? What a brilliant use of 20 minutes. You don't have to listen to me anymore. Okay. On the assumption that I'm going to pass my own filter test here, let's get stuck in. That's the filter you put up. Put it up with me. Put it up with everyone that's out there shouting at you, trying to give you the next best thing or trying to solve your problems. So before we get stuck into what information you need to listen to, let's have a a think for a moment about the different types of information out there. So I kind of categorize these into some categories. I want to share with you what my categories are so you can also kind of, again, determine whether what you're hearing, not just now with me, but also, you know, the whole world out there, the books you read, the seminars you go to, the gurus you listen to, the YouTube stuff, the Facebook stuff, you know, who should you be listening to, okay? And what are they saying? Is it relevant to you? So here we go. The first category of, of, of information I want you to think about is it's really, good stuff. It's really good content. It's really valuable stuff potentially, but it's not relevant to where you're at. So in other words, when you read a book, so much of the content you're reading is going to be generic by nature. It has to be because they're trying to make that book appeal to a wide audience. Now, it might not be like to everybody in the world, but it's going to be quite a wide demographic. So the question is really simple, right? Is this information relevant to where you are at in your business right now? Is it relevant to where you are operating from? There is no point listening to, you know, a billionaire about how to create a billion pound business if you are literally starting up running a 50K business, even running a 100K business, okay? There is no point in applying it. You might listen to it for inspiration. I listen to Richard Branson's books and stuff like that. It inspires me. But I'll be honest with you, not much of it is particularly applicable to me right now. What I'm listening for is the personality trait stuff. But, you know, I'm not going to look at Virgin and think, right, here's what I'm going to learn from Virgin in terms of their strategies and everything else. You know, not too relevant to where I'm at right now. So really good shit, but it's generic, general stuff that isn't specific to where you're at right now. Be wary of that information. This is good stuff. It feels authentic. It feels real. It feels like the truth. It is all those things, but it's not relevant. Um, some other stuff I want to talk about. Well-meaning nonsense, okay? This is a category that I use. I like this category. Well-meaning nonsense. What I mean by this, it's people who don't really understand what they're saying. Maybe don't even understand really why they're saying it to you, but it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's like conventional wisdom, if you like, and they're just passing it on to either make you feel better or to try and help in some way, but it's kind of well-meaning nonsense. So there's a couple of things that come under this category and uh, don't want to stir it up right now, but here's a couple of things. Hopefully you'll see one coming from. So um, if you build it, they will come. This was obviously from uh, from Field of Dreams. Awesome film, by the way. Lovely film. Terrible advice in business. The idea is if I just build something big enough, if I build it well enough, if I do it good enough, if I'm a nice enough person, then the business will will come. 
Does this make sense? Come on, you've been in business long enough now. You know this isn't true. You know that's not how it works. You know that you have to build a great business, build a great product, but also you have to work your ass out off in order to go out there and meet your market and let them know you exist. You can't just build this awesome thing and have them queuing up around the outside. So that's what I'm talking about. That's kind of like, you know, that's kind of like what I mean by well-meaning nonsense. You know, people saying to you, look, just, just dig in, really do a good job. Come on, do the best you possibly can and it will be okay. You know, I'm Unfortunately, the world is full of businesses out there who are uh, way worse than you are, right? The product's not as good as what you do, who are doing way better than you. Does this make sense? There's businesses out there that you should be doing better than because you are better than them at it, but you're just not succeeding in the same way they are. The truth of the matter is it's because... It's not about really how great your product is. It's how well you market it and how much energy you put behind it, how hard you work, the disciplines you put in place and everything else. Anyway, that's not the the content of this podcast. It's just to show you what I mean by well-meaning nonsense. You know, it's nice stuff. It feels good. It might make you feel better. They're saying it to to help you, but it's not really any use to you. Um, Other categories I want you to think about. Um, repetition of ill-conceived conventional wisdom. So so here's the thing, ill-conceived conventional wisdom. So here's a couple, right? So you know both of these. One is work on your business, not in your business. Um, there's another one which you've heard a lot, which is work smart, not hard. And again, this podcast isn't about these two things, but just to give an idea what I mean by that, as in, you know, it's conventional wisdom, right? And you probably know what they mean when they say work on your business, not in your business. In other words, do the activity that grows your business. Don't get caught up delivering you know, within the business. And then we have the other one, work smart, not hard. So in other words, don't just beat your head against the wall. You know, you've got to you know, work really smart. The problem I have with these two sayings, by the way, and there's loads of them out there, is that obviously if you're not working in your business as a small business owner, then obviously you're not making any money because you only get paid when you're in your business delivering what it is that you do, small businesses. As your business grows, of course, increasingly you work on your business and less in your business. If you want to sell your business at some point in the future, you need to get yourself completely out of it, otherwise it's not sellable. We know that to be true, but when you take that advice on or you get given that advice at the wrong stage, what it does is it means I see a lot of business owners really slow down their, their, their business growth, slow down their progress because they're just not doing enough of the the stuff that makes the money. You know, they're just not delivering to their clients enough. They're not in their business enough where they're getting paid because they feel like they need to sit on top of the business and do the working on stuff. Does this make sense? I'm not saying you shouldn't do the on stuff. My problem with that conventional wisdom that is absolutely completely ill-conceived is that work on, not in. It's the not in bit that I have a struggle with. Do a bit on, lots of in initially. As your business grows, you do more on and less in. That's how it works, right? But when you're saying work on, not in, it's the not in. Oh my God, right? I could scream. That's not what this podcast is about. I'm refraining from going down that route. Work smart, not hard. Same thing, right? Oh my God, right? It's 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 conventional wisdom, inverted commas. It's, Ill- it's bullshit, right? I mean, literally... I was saying working smart is what makes working hard work. 
okay? You could also say working hard is what makes working smart work. In other words, you need the two things together. You know that's true. Obviously, it's true. You know, I do sometimes come across uh, lazy entrepreneurs that, you know, bought into this idea that if they're just smart enough, clever enough, if they just get enough knowledge and if they just, I don't know, they're wise enough, somehow they won't have to work hard. The truth of the matter is no one's ever achieved anything of any real magnitude without working their ass off, right? I've had to, you've probably had to at this point, of course, we're going to have to continue to do that, do so. The good news is, of course, as an entrepreneur, you do it for long enough, you work hard enough. And if you're smart enough as well, you do create a business that continues to give back time, it gives back lifestyle and everything else. You just don't get to have it up front. You have to pay your dues, and then you get the rewards later. And again, you know, I don't have a problem with the idea of working smart. It's the working smart, not hard that I have the issue with. And that's what I mean by ill-conceived conventional wisdom. If you took that on board at even an unconscious level, it will stop you doing what you need to do in order to be successful, especially as a smaller business, which is you're going to have to work really, really hard. You just want to make sure you do it smart because doing it smart is what makes the working hard work. Okay. So there you go. Right. Does that make sense? That's your, that's your, that's your, that's your next category, right? Repetition of ill-conceived conventional wisdom. Some of this information out there you're receiving is damn right damaging to your business. You need to really watch out for this stuff because it can masquerade as any of the categories we've talked about before. It, it, it could be really good stuff, just terrible advice for where you are right now to the point where it actually damages your business, okay? So for example, I have come across businesses that have been mentored by coaches or by business mentors. And these business mentors or coaches, sometimes they are, like the mentors, for example, they're operating businesses so much bigger than the person, the mentee, the person they're mentoring. The strategies they're getting them to implement are way beyond what the business requires. And they get so bogged down putting that information in place or executing against that that information that they don't actually grow their business. They get so bogged down that their business growth, the momentum starts to slow down and their business can plateau. It can even damage their business because they're not doing the right thing at the right stage of their business. It's well-meaning stuff. It's from a mentor. I'm not even saying it's wrong information, but if it's, uh, you know, if it's from someone that's doing 10 million pounds and you're doing 100 grand, they may have completely forgotten what it's like to be where you are right now and they're giving you 10 million pound strategy for a 100k business and that will really bog your business down. It can damage your business. I've seen coaches out there mentoring businesses that that, that literally uh, coach out of a manual almost, you know, here's your, your business 101. Put these systems in place, have processes in place, get your dashboards up, your financial dashboards. Here's your marketing strategy, like, you know, like real cookie cutter stuff. And I've looked at this stuff sometimes and it is content that literally would bury a 100K business, but it's been given to a 50K business. Really important you understand this, okay? So this, this category I'm talking about here is really simple. It's about being in the right gear for the right conditions. This is my analogy. When you're in your car, when you're pulling out of a parking space, you're in first gear, right? That's the best gear, the most productive gear for what you're trying to do. When you're joining a motorway, you join it in fourth, fifth, sixth gear, whatever it might be. It's the most appropriate gear for the conditions you're in. Applying a 10 million pound strategy to a startup business is like trying to pull out of a parking space in first, in, in uh, fifth gear. Trying to apply 
like like 50k strategy to a million pound business or even a 100k business okay is like trying to join a motorway in first or second gear so what happens is as we evolve in our business as we grow as entrepreneurs it's actually the the core themes here around leveling up as a business owner we have to change gears so we apply a certain strategy to a startup, then we have to shift gears to a new strategy, which might take us to 50K. Then we might have to change again to 100K. You might have to change to hit 200 and change again to hit half a million or a million and might have to change again to hit multiple eight figures, 10 million or above. So it's not, again, saying that any of this information is, is wrong. I'm not even saying it's bad. It's just really, really bad for where you are at right now. So the question is, again, who are you listening to? If it's a mentor that's been there before you, right, they've walked that road before, it can be incredibly valuable. But if they can't really remember or associate with where you're at, you may well be getting the wisdom they have now relevant to where they are at now, which might not be relevant to where you're at now. So whilst it's great shit... It's not great for where you are. It could bog you down and slow you down. I've seen people that apply strategies beyond where they're at from well-meaning people, coaches, mentors, et cetera, and, uh, and it literally stalled their business for a year or more, like no business growth for a year or more. That's crazy, right? We want to get business growth. We want the momentum. We want to get clear. We want extreme growth, right? Then we want to bed down. We want to get our businesses then rock solid. Then we go again. Does this make sense? But if you're starting to apply strategies from way up in the stratosphere to when you're literally just trying to get off the ground, it will bury your business. So there you go. What do you need to listen to? Well, you need to put the filter up first and foremost. Who am I listening to? Do they have my best interests at heart? Do they sound like they have my best interests at heart? And does this information that I'm being told, does it make sense? Right? Does it just hit all the logic buttons in your brain? Like, yeah, of course it's this way. Of course it makes sense, right? That's the information you should be listening to. That's who you should be listening to. And then you want to make sure, is this person offering you advice for where you're at right now? Or are they offering you advice for some time in the future, okay? Now, for example, if you're doing 50K, the stuff you should be listening to is stuff that will get you to 100K plus, right? The stuff that you should be listening to gets you to 100K plus. Not a million pounds, not 10 million pounds, and certainly not the stuff that you need to listen to to be a 50K business because that's going to keep you where you are. It's the stuff that's going to get you to the next one of that ladder. It's really important that you bear this in mind. Otherwise, you'll end up bearing yourself. As an example, actually, in my own business, many years ago, I was given a, a marketing strategy. It was cookie cut stuff, you know, it was like a template. And we all went around and we filled in like, you know, all the different aspects of marketing. And there was like 12 there, right? It was 12. I've seen other things now with like 20 or more aspects, right? But it said 12. One of the 12 was social media. Within social media, you've got Facebook, you've got LinkedIn, you've got YouTube, you've got all this podcasting that I'm doing right now. You've got Instagram. There's like another 50 that I don't even know of, right? I'm too old to even know what they are. There's so many social media channels out there. Even if you just took the big four or five, that in itself would be overwhelming for a small business to try and tackle properly. So when we sit there and say, right, here's the 12 things that you should be doing, one of which is social media, one of which is a newsletter, one of which is networking, one of which, um, each one of these is so time consuming that if you're a small business owner working on your own or just one or two of you, you'll spend so long 
doing marketing that you'll never actually create the business. You'll be out of business before you sell anything because you'll be so bogged down with your social media activity, so bogged down with all your other marketing activity. And the strategy that we were given, by the way, um, is very similar to one we've recently implemented in our business. And it's taking, like me, Tracy, my partner in life and my business, We've got two permanent members, three permanent members of staff, two of which are working on this. We've also got external help costing us thousands of pounds, by the way. It's costing us about 50 grand and it's taking hours and hours and more hours than one person has to deliver. This strategy was 50,000. This this incredible amount of implementation that we are now just managing to do in our business right now. And we were given it when we were running 50K. 50K. And the person who delivers this content, well-meaning, lovely guy, it absolutely, it, it came from the heart and everything else. It was all well-meaning. It was actually damaging to our business. It gave us this impression that we had to deliver this thing. And of course, if you're looking back then, we were delivering 40, 50, I was doing like 40, 50 hours of delivery a month, doing all the other business growth stuff on top of that, weekends, evenings, whatever, early mornings, probably doing maybe 60, 78 hours sometimes a week on my business. And I'm trying to implement this bloody strategy that I've only just managed to implement now. We've got a whole team of people in the business. We've got external experts, by the way, expensive experts, and I'm probably delivering like like a day a week, right? As opposed to the 40, 50 hours a week. It was such a bad strategy and we failed miserably to implement it. It burnt us out. It, it, it wore us down. It didn't work, obviously. And I, I only really realized how bad it was when I looked at the strategy we put in place at the beginning of this year. And I thought, oh my God, this looks a little bit like the one we were told to implement back in those days. It's utter nonsense. It was completely damaging, albeit well-meaning. And it wasn't bad because I'm doing it now. This is five years later and my business is multiple, 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 multiple times bigger than what it was back then. Just an example. I'm sure you've got examples yourself. I've seen it too many times. I see small business owners, their growth get damaged because they're listening to the wrong people. They're listening to the wrong advice. They're implementing the wrong things. But how the hell do you know what to implement? You've got to start finding some really trusted sources. Okay, awesome. I hope that was really valuable content there for you. There's so much information information out there for you. Some of it is really good. Some of it's really bad. Some of it's just terrible for where you are. Some of it, a slither of it is absolutely perfect for where you are right now. Make sure you seek that out. And especially that's the stuff that you should be implementing. Do that and you get yourself and your business onto the fast track. The content today comes out of some content that I deliver around what I call the six-figure fast track, which is businesses going from 20, 30, 40,000 up to 100K or more in 12 months or less. And uh, there's a whole webinar there that you can tune into right now waiting for you um, to go and tune into. So go and check that out. It's uh, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. And you'll find the links there to go and subscribe to this podcast right now, which gives you loads of awesome stuff, really specifically focused on the five-figure business, the 30, 40, 50, 60K business that wants to hit 100K or more in revenue in the next 12 months or less. Go and check that out. Thanks for being a part of this. Really appreciate it. As always, subscribe, never miss an episode. I'll see you next time. And until then, as always, 
be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 